you find yourself listening to this episode that you downloaded? Do you continue to listen and risk transforming your life and impacting your world for the better? Or do you choose to turn it off, not risking that this episode could change your life? The time has come to choose your own adventure. That's up next, if you so choose. Fortune favors the bold. Let's go. Thank you for joining us on From Surviving to Thriving podcast, a show for parents or anyone to take action on how to overcome anxiety and depression so you can give your best to yourself, your loved ones, and your career. Now here's your host, Ray Bercier. Hey you, pull up a seat. Welcome back to From Surviving to Thriving. This is episode 14. I am Ray Bercier. And if you are a parent or soon-to-be parent struggling with anxiety and depression, then you're in the right place because we're about transformation and taking unwavering action so that you can give your best to yourself, your loved ones, and your dreams. Before we jump into today's show, I want to take a moment and thank those who reached out to me after last week's episode. As I record this, I'm currently under the weather as I am pushing through COVID the last member of the household to get it. I'll be fine, but your love and support has been seen and appreciated, so thank you very much. And please accept my apologies for any voice quality issues in this week's show. I have a question for you. Have you ever dived into any of those choose-your-own-adventure books? Or have you ever played any role-playing games where your actions and choices have a direct impact on the world around you? Or have you ever checked out an interactive movie like Black Mirror Bandersnatch. Well, think about it and let me know inside of our tribe because I would love to know. You might be wondering why I asked this question. Well, it's for a very good reason, of course. To get you thinking, because it's pop quiz time. What do all of these and today's episodes have in common? You. And together, you and I will go into detail about choosing your own adventure. Don't worry, you won't have to leave the comforts of the Shire. Well, at least for today. When it comes to choosing your own adventure, whether it be in books, games, or movies, it's fun. But with that power can come a feeling of heaviness, uncertainty, and even anxiety. You are the one that has to make the call. Do you run outside? Do you run upstairs? Do you turn and run or turn and fight? The gravity of the decision is knowing that if you make the wrong choice, it could mean certain doom for you. Well, not for you, for the character you're immersed in. But it's a heavy weight to burden on your shoulders, isn't it? The weight of the responsibility in the choices you make, it can sometimes feel so real because one wrong move and it's lights out. Game over. I don't know about you, but I've heard people out there compare these games to life. And while they have similar traits, the reality is that life is much different because one critical element differentiates these stories and the real world. And it's not that these are fictional stories. There's something that isn't really consciously thought of. 
in these choose your own adventures, you're not making the choice. You just have the illusion of choice. It's kind of like voting. You have the illusion of different parties to choose from, but in the end, they're all two sides of the same coin. It's just an illusion of choice. With these stories or games, you have the illusion of choice because the future, it's already written. The story's already been written. When you make a choice, the consequences, they're already determined. And if you think about it, it's almost like a form of fate, isn't it? But it's a fate written and determined by who? The author. So you're not making the choice. You're simply deciding on one of the predefined choices presented to you, which has a predefined outcome. Sure, it can be fun to immerse yourself in these escapes. And I did this for years because, frankly, sometimes it's easier to lose yourself in another world than to sink yourself into your reality. However, your personal reality is a choose-your-own-adventure But unlike the books and the movies, you don't have a predefined outcome. Even if you find that your struggles make you feel that the writing is already on the wall. Back home, there are times when the fog, it can get so thick that you can't literally see more than a foot in front of you. It's like walking through Silent Hill. Now, if you're not familiar with Silent Hill, for those of you who enjoy horror movies, it's a must watch. Going back to the fog. When you find yourself engulfed in it, you can't see beyond it. It's the same type of feeling that the struggles want you to believe. They want you to believe that there's nothing beyond it, that it's endless. So instead of pushing through because you can't see the other side, they want you to sit or stand in that feeling of being lost or stuck or even spinning your wheels. That's how it was for me. Can you relate to that? The struggles are like the author of those books and games. They try to get you to choose predetermined choices with predetermined outcomes. Not being able to see beyond what's currently in front of you is how they keep you. Simply choosing the choices that they want you to choose. The ones with the predetermined outcomes. The choices that will keep you stuck or keep you indecisive. The choices that will keep you from putting yourself out there. The choices that keep you paralyzed in fear and doubt. And the choices that we want our kids to learn to do better from. The choices that you select with the options given to you are designed to provide you with instant gratification. You get to see the payoff, either in the success or the failure. In reality, it's not often that the choices that you make will have that kind of immediate impact or immediate results. And this is why it's easy for the struggles to keep you inside your comfort zone because they play the long game. And our programming and conditioning from society is focused on what? Instant gratification. It's not your fault and you're not to blame, but it is your responsibility to shift. You need to shift away from the I-God programming of society I God being instant gratification on demand. And play the long game by choosing I grow. Now, you might be thinking, well, that's easier said than done. And you would be right. 
it is easier to keep motivation and momentum when you see the results. But let me let you in on a little secret. Come in close. What if I told you that you can still get instant gratification even by playing the long game? Do you think that could help you on your journey from surviving to thriving? You see, the long game doesn't mean that you can't see and feel tangible results. The long game is your destination. It's the direction that you want to head towards. But life isn't in the destination. Life isn't lived in the destination. Life is lived on the journey. This is why the free transformational blueprints that I give you are literally life-changing. And when you fill these out, both in the morning and the evening, you get tangible, real feedback, real gratification. You see your results in real time. You feel your results. And when you take unwavering action at doing them daily, you see and feel the gratification for the progress that you can make in literally days. For those of you who have downloaded them, I want to hear from you on how they are working for you. And for those who downloaded them and have them collecting virtual dust, I want you to challenge yourself to invest 10 to 20 minutes a day for even just five days and use the blueprints to see the results that you will get, that you will feel. And for those of you who don't yet have these blueprints, you can get them from inside of our support tribe at empowerup.info forward slash tribe. The link will also be in the description of the show. The fog of these struggles is real. It's a fog of war. And I understand you and what you're experiencing because I was where you are. I get it. It can be hard. But just like one of my mentors likes to say, when you feel like you're ready to give up, pushing for better, and feel like you have nothing left in the tank, you're on the verge of a breakthrough. It's always darkest before the dawn. Pushing through the resistance can be tough, but all storms shall pass. Just like you can't spell rainbows without rain, there are no rainbows without rain. You have to keep pushing forward. You have to constantly choose to bet on yourself and stay focused. This is all fine and dandy, right? You might be thinking, how do I start taking back what is rightfully mine? My happy life, my grateful life, my best life. Well, if your life were one giant poker game, would it feel like your struggles are holding a lot of your chips? How do you take back what is rightfully yours? Well, the best poker players have strategies and learn to adapt. But you don't have to be a pro to take back your reality. You don't even need to be an amateur. Taking back your reality comes down to three words. Know thy enemy. Your struggles may make you feel that you're down and out. But when you realize that the only strategy your struggles have is bluffing, you can start taking back control of your adventure. Your struggles have tiny dog syndrome. They bark a good game, which can scare you away until the curtain is pulled and you see that Oz isn't this majestic wizard. Instead, it's a yappy chihuahua on a pedestal. And sorry, not sorry, 
to all the Chihuahua enthusiasts out there, but you know it's true. So when you understand that your struggles are simply bluffs, lies that they make you believe, you know thy enemy and their strategy. Because what you believe is how you think. And how you think is how you feel. How you feel is how you act. And how you act is what you get. So how do you take back control and get your chips back? So you start chipping away at your struggles, hand by hand, calling their bluffs. And they will try to become noisier with every hand that they lose. They will try and take back the narrative. But you now know that your life isn't their story. Your life isn't predefined. Your story isn't your struggles. Your story is the narrative that you choose. Your story is yours to choose. Your journey is yours to choose. It's not predefined. Your adventure, your destination is yours to choose. If you are fed up with option A or option B, choose option C. What was that? You don't see option C? Doesn't matter. You build option C. You have to build it before you will see it. You have to see it before you believe it. I have a tough question that I want you to ask yourself right now with love, with understanding, and with gratitude. Isn't it time you take back your story? Isn't it time you choose your narrative, your reality? It's time to start building belief in yourself. And this starts by building traction, which leads to momentum, which leads to hope, which then will build the belief. It's time to start calling the bluffs of your struggles and choose your own adventure. Because unlike in the movies, the choices you make to push yourself out of your comfort zone and do something heroic for yourself won't result in game over. The worst thing that can happen is you fail. Now, there's a stigma that is associated to failure, isn't there? Have you ever noticed that you're programmed and conditioned to see that failure is a bad thing? That you're programmed and conditioned to see that failure is painful. So you stay in your comfort zone to avoid the pain, which when you think about it, it makes no sense because when we stay inside of our comfort zones, we feel the pain of never getting anywhere. But let's talk about failure for a moment. Do you mind if I'm vulnerable with you right now and share a story? Because just recently, I experienced what most people would call a big failure. I ran a challenge to help parents build a framework over three days that they can use to anchor their growth and overcome their struggles. The challenge bombed. Why? Well, because despite doing what I believed were all the right things to help provide the support and accountability with the action steps, there was zero indication that anyone took any action at all. Now, maybe some of the participants did take action, but I don't know because no one stood up and said that they did the steps. Heck, in doing my post-mortem and emailing and sending private messages to the challenge participants, asking for any feedback about what they got out of the challenge to help me improve it moving forward. 
I had 99.5% of participants not even reply to my post-challenge follow-up. The one message I did get was a simple, it was fine, thanks. Not exactly helpful, but better than nothing, I suppose. Here's where it's important. For the old me, and maybe like you, the old me would view this as a failure. I would see that not only did I lose money, but I also lost time. Time, as you know, is one of the most important commodities in this life since it's the one thing that none of us can ever get back. And being truthful with you, like I always am, it sucked. It sucked seeing something you worked so hard at not get the impact that you want. The old me would have seen this as a failure. But this isn't a failure. Far from it. And here's why. Most people see failure the wrong way. I used to see failure the wrong way. The common narrative that people see is failure is bad. If you failed, you blew it. And this is why many people struggle because they're programmed and conditioned the way that others along their journey conditioned them. And maybe you find yourself having the same programming and conditioning. That used to be me. The old Ray was 100% guilty of this. But it's about narrative. But the new Ray? He knows better. The power of choosing your narrative is not about living in a fantasy land where all things are lollipops and butterflies. Choosing your narrative is about understanding that failure is merely a lesson for you to learn and grow from. Failure is feedback. And that's the difference between narratives. Do you want to know one of history's biggest quote-unquote failures? Thomas Edison, who invented the light bulb. There's a quote by Edison where he was asked about failing so many times, his response was, I haven't failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. Do you see the power inside of narrative? Do you see the power when you choose your narrative? Because the thing about narrative is that you either choose your narrative or you let others choose it for you. Do you want to know the only actual failure in this world. It's never the person who tries and fails. It's staying down on the mat, not getting back up and pushing forward. If you let an outcome or an unexpected result define you and give up, that's a failure. If you let yourself be controlled by the forces that you can't control, you'll always be at the mercy of the tide. There are no failures. Only lessons. You have to know how to crawl and stand and fall before you can walk. You have to learn how to walk before you can run. And no one is born knowing how to walk or run. And once you start walking, there's nothing that will stop you from running your life your way. Choose your adventure. Don't let it make the choices for you and hold you back from living a happy life. By doing this, not only are you breaking the cycle that you may have unfortunately been stuck in for a very long time, but you break the cycle for your kids by showing them that, yes, you do deserve better. 
that you can choose your narrative. That you don't give up on the thing that you want most. Your narrative is all that matters in this world. You choose your actions, your adventures, and the only limits that you face are those you impose on yourself. I hope you got a lot out of this episode. And if you did, or have found any other episode helpful to you in the past, then consider leaving us a five-star review on Apple iTunes or a five-star rating on Spotify. Your support not only is deeply appreciated, but you are a part of our journey, our tribe, towards transforming the lives and impacting the world of 11 million people. And if you do leave us a review, we'll be more than happy to give you a special shout-out at the end of the show. I want to thank you, as always, for your time. And more importantly, thank you for showing up for yourself. You are the most important person in your life, and it's my honor to be able to serve you here. We'll talk later in next week's episode. Until then, just remember, you're only one unwavering action away from a completely different life. To the journey. Much love. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you've gained new insight on how to overcome depression and anxiety. Don't forget to subscribe, take consistent action, and join us next time on From Surviving to Thriving Podcast. We're going to take on the world.